Blog Talk Radio. What's good, family? What's going on? It's your boy, Minister Bernard Marrow, back for another broadcast of the By Faith Be Good podcast and radio show. You already know it's an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. Hey, I pray that your new year has been amazing thus far. I pray that all is well with you. Good evening to all of my Facebook family, my Instagram, my Twitter, my YouTube family, all of my PKN family. Shout out to all of my Purpose Kingdom Network family. God bless you all abundantly. What's going on, family? It's your boy, Minister Bernard Marrow. Grateful for all that God has done for all of us, for how far God has blessed all of us to make it. Uh, family, listen, I am the founder and president of Our Faith Be Good Ministry Incorporated, where it's our mission to bring all of God's children together, equipping them to be strong in faith, always being grounded in God's word, advancing God's kingdom, also sowing into the purpose of others, inspiring and helping you be great, being who God created you to be. Also, shout out to our CEO, uh, Pastor Toy Daly, shout out to Pastor Toy. Much love to her. We thank God for her and all she does through Purpose Kingdom Network, how God uh, blesses her and uses her mightily, and also how she has uh, extended an invitation for all of God's messengers to be a part of Purpose Kingdom Network as well. Well, with that being said, family, listen, I'm excited to get into the Word of God tonight. It's two minutes after the hour, so I'm going to go ahead and open up with prayer tonight, and we're going to get right into the Word of God. I also want to let you know that it's the 1,971st <laughs> episode uh, broadcast here on Purpose Kingdom Network. So to God be all of the glory. God is doing great things here at Purpose Kingdom Network. We're grateful for all God has done, is doing, and will do in all of our lives, especially here at Purpose Kingdom Network, as well as through BFWD Ministry Incorporated. With that being said, let us pray, family. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We honor you, God. We bless your name, Lord. We thank you for this day. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for all you've done, for all you're doing, and for all that you will do. Thank you for renewing our strength. Thank you for your peace that passeth all understanding, that shall keep our heart and minds through your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you that you've already gone and prepared the way before us, and each and every day you bless us to seek. Thank you that you've made the rough places smooth. You've made the crooked places straight. You've removed every obstruction and distraction. Father, we thank you for this brand new year, this fresh start, this new beginning. We thank you, Lord. We've come this far by faith, and we are never turning back. 
We thank you, Lord, for how far you brought us from, for where you have us today and for where you're leading us to. We're so glad and grateful that the days ahead of us will always be greater than the days behind us. So we decree and declare an agreement tonight. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Be in the midst of where we are. Be in the midst of every home. Be in the midst of every workplace. Be in the midst of every community. Wherever your children are tonight, be with us everywhere we go and all that we do. Make your presence known. Let your love be felt. Be glorified. Be exalted. Be magnified. Be adored. Be desired, God. We love you. We honor you. And we praise you. So, Father, bless your word. Let it go forth boldly tonight. Let it be a blessing to your children that we all install it, live by it, and share with others. Walk in by faith and not by sight. Unashamed in Jesus' name. We pray that someone will rise and ask the most important question they will ever ask. What must they do to be saved? We thank you, Jesus, that as we lift up your name, you will draw all closer to you. I decrease so that you can increase. I step back so that you can step forward, so you'll be all the honor, the glory, and the praise. And it is so, and so it is. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Family, come on and give God some praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right, family. Well, listen, with that being said, get into the word of God tonight. We are continuing in this series titled, Keep Your Faith in Motion. Family, we are in part 22 of this series, Keep Your Faith in Motion. How many of you know that it's very important, it's extremely important, it's extremely necessary that we keep our faith strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, that we keep our faith strong in who God is and in his word. And so, once again, our foundational scripture for this series is 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. God's word says his word is at work in those who believe. And so, family, I've shared this example with you many a times during these broadcasts. You know, it's like as you press forward throughout your day, you know, and then all of a sudden, you're faced with a challenge. You're faced with an obstacle, or the enemy tries to come against you. Well, because your faith is in motion, God's word is working. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Come on. You are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ who loves you unconditionally, who loves you at all times. Come on. You are the head and not the tail. You are above only and not beneath. You are a lender and not a borrower. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are perfected in Christ because his word says in Psalm 138 verse 8 that he perfects that which concerneth you. And so, family, I'm here to let you know, hey, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up against you in judgment shall be condemned because your faith is in motion. God's word is working. God wants us to know this, family, that when our faith is in motion, 
His word is working. This is why we got to get into the word of God so God's word can get into us because what's in us is what's going to come out of us. Glory to God. God says, so a man think of in his heart, so is he. So we got to get God's word in our hearts, get God's word established in our core, in our spirit. Amen. Glory to God. So we got to keep our faith strong, y'all. We should always be in faith. We know that we have moments. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We know there's temptation. We know that there's times where our flesh try to get in the way. But we have to be spirit-led, right? We have to be spirit-led, always following the leading of the Holy Spirit, living by the power of the Holy Spirit, having God's word as our foundation. And also, family, you know, I've, I've shared with you all before very quickly that, you know, we're in the flesh. Our flesh is real, you know. And so because we are in the flesh, because we have a, a body, a soul, and a spirit, we also have emotions. We have feelings, right? We have an intellect, right? God has really created and equipped us in an amazing way. But also, because we have feelings and emotions, family, we have to be careful that we don't allow ourselves to drown in our feelings and emotions. We have to be careful to make sure that we don't allow ourselves to always be led by our feelings and our emotions. You know, there's situations that come our way. I've said it to you before. I've said it to you again. You know, if you have a moment, it's okay. If you got to cry, get it out. If you're having a moment, have a moment so that you're not holding things in, right? You don't want to hoarder uh, things within you. You don't want to hold stuff in because when it finally comes out, it may not be good, right? You don't want to hold stuff in because you don't want to harden your heart. You don't want to contaminate your faith. You don't want to uh, be the reason that you're holding yourself back. Amen. And so you want to make sure that you release whatever you feel. Release it the right way. Release it through prayer. Get into the word of God. Ask the Holy Spirit to have his way. Ask God to connect you with someone or some people who are trustworthy, people you can trust, that when you go and connect with them and you vent, you get off your chest what you need to get off your chest. Glory to God that they take it to God in prayer, not to somebody else to gossip. Come on, family. But here's the last thing that I want to say is that when you have a moment, what's important is that you don't stay there moment, it's important that you learn and know how to bounce back because we should always be in faith. We got to keep our faith in motion. We cannot allow what we see to dictate what we believe. This is why God put in his word, hallelujah, that we are to walk by faith and not by sight. We are to walk by faith and not by sight, not according to how we feel, not according to what we see, not according to the personal opinions of others. We are to walk by faith and not by sight, knowing what God has declared in his word. Glory to God, no matter how the situation looks, knowing that God will always work it out for our good. So tonight, family, as we are in part 22 of this series titled Keep Your Faith in Motion, our focus for tonight is faith in the faithful God. Faith. In the faithful God, I'm talking about the only true living God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Come on, family. I'm talking about the Son of God. I'm talking about Emmanuel, who is with us. 
I'm talking about the Lamb of God. I'm talking about the Savior of the world. I'm talking about the light of the world. I'm talking about the resurrection and the life. I'm talking about the way, the truth, and the life. I'm talking about the good shepherd. I'm talking about the true vine. Glory to God. I'm talking about the anointed one. I'm talking about the bread of life. Hallelujah. Faith in the faithful God. Hallelujah. So that's our topic and our focus for tonight on Hebrews chapter 10, verses 22 and 23 in the King James Version. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 22 and 23 in the King James Version. All right, family? So let's get into it. The word of the Lord says, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Glory to God, for he is faithful that promised, all right? And so here it is, family. I want to read this also in the New Living Translation. Verse 22, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Verse 23 in the New Living Translation, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. All right? Now, one more time in the, in the King James Version, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 22 to 23 in the King James Version. The Word of God says, let us draw near, draw near to God with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Hallelujah. That means being fully assured. Hallelujah. Having our heart sprinkled from an evil conscience. And our body washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. And so, family, our focus for tonight is faith in the faithful God. Faith in the faithful God. So I want to share with you tonight, you know, the word endurance. You know, because Hebrews chapter 10, when we read Hebrews chapter 10, we are encouraged to endure. We are encouraged to persevere. And so the word endurance means the fact, power of enduring or uh, of enduring an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving up. Glory to God. Come on. I know we 15 minutes after the hour. I'm going to take my time because I want you to get this, but we, we, we're not going to be long tonight. Glory to God. And so the word enduring, glory to God, or endurance, the word endurance is the fact or power of enduring an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving up. So what this means, family, is having the ability to withstand hardship or adversity, having the ability to withstand hardship or adversity. Also, the ability, watch this, to sustain who you are in Christ. The ability 
to sustain your focus and your character. Glory to God. This is what endurance means, having the ability to withstand hardship and adversity, also the ability to sustain who you are. See, when tough times come your way, when you're faced with challenges, when you're faced with obstacles, when you're faced with tough circumstances, we have to know, family, how to maintain who we are. We have to know how to maintain our focus. We have to know how to maintain our character, and it takes discipline. It takes discipline, being disciplined and knowing who we are, being disciplined and standing firm on the Word of God, being disciplined and staying focused, flowing in our assignment, focusing on our purpose and not our problems, uh, to know that God is so real and so alive and he'll work it out for our good. We know that we deal with real life issues. We deal with real circumstances. Hallelujah. But God gives us the strength to endure. God gives us the strength to keep going. Come on. I'm not saying that we need to overlook situations. No, because we have to deal with these situations. But we have to also know how to maintain who we are, how to maintain our focus, how to maintain our character in spite of what comes our way. Glory to God. Another word, perseverance. Perseverance is continued effort. Perseverance is continued effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failure, or opposition. This is what perseverance means. It is continued effort to or achieve something despite difficulties, failure, or opposition. In other words, family, you know, I want to share with you some other words when it comes to perseverance and endurance. So other words related to endurance and perseverance is forbearance. Resilience means to have courage, resistance, which means being consistent and doing something despite difficulty or delay to achieve success. This is what persistence means, being consistent in doing something despite difficulty or delay to achieve success. So it's making the decision to be persistent, glory to God, to be persistent in doing what needs to be done in spite of the difficulty, in spite of the delays. Hallelujah. Making the decision that you're going to continually press forward to do what needs to be done so that you achieve success. Glory to God, so that you get to the point of being successful in accomplishing the goals you set, so that you get to the point in accomplishing your, uh, fulfilling your assignment. Amen? Another word, tenacity. Tenacity. Glory to God. Glory to God. And this means to stand firm, to never give up. Trying, amen? In other words, steadfastness, which means to be constant, faithful, to be loyal. Steadfastness, to be constant, to be faithful, to be loyal. Glory to God. Another word, stamina. Stamina, which is also the ability to sustain, maintaining great momentum. 
maintaining great momentum, having great forward movement in spite of what you see, in spite of how you feel, in spite of what others say, in spite of the challenge. You have great stamina. You, are, you remain strong. Come on. You remain focused. You continue to put in the work. Glory to God. Sustain the right attitude. Go talk to somebody, family, and they got an attitude or they're mad or you ask them a question and they respond out of frustration because they, they didn't have a moment where they sustained or the right attitude. They allowed what they were going through to get to them. But we also know that there's some, to be fair about this, we also know that there are other situations that uh, may be difficult to deal with, and, and it may cause frustration. And, you know, there may be some situations that, that, that will cause you to feel some type of way, but it's a learning experience. It's an opportunity for growth, to learn from it handle it so that any other situation that may come your way, you know how to sustain who you are. You know how to sustain your character. You know how to sustain your focus. You know how to sustain, glory to God, your flow to God. And so Hebrews chapter 10 is focused on spiritual endurance, family, and maintaining stamina in our relationship with the Lord. Instead of shrinking back or turning away from Christ in challenging times, as believers, we are urged to hold unwaveringly to the faith we profess for God who promised this faith. Hebrews chapter 10 encourages us to maintain our focus, to endure, to persevere, knowing that we will overcome, knowing that God is faithful. God is faithful to fulfill his word. God is faithful to do what he promised. God is faithful to show up. God is faithful to heal. God is faithful to deliver. God is faithful to restore. God is faithful to revive. God is faithful to protect. We are to keep our faith in motion. God is faithful. This is why we are to keep our faith in motion. The expression hold unwaveringly or, you know, hold unwaveringly in the original language means to hold fast or to stick to, stick firmly to. And so we are to grab hold of Jesus Christ. We are to take ownership of our relationship with Jesus Christ. Come on, grab, grab hold to Jesus Christ and never let him go. Come on, grab, grab hold with Jesus Christ and never glory to God similar uh, encouragement the apostle Paul told the believers in Corinth to stand firm and hold tight to the message of the gospel in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 1 to 2 the apostle Paul told the believers in Corinth to stand firm and hold tight to the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so, family, even if we suffer for our faith, we must never give up on our commitment to Jesus Christ because God, who promised, is faithful to keep his word. God, God who promised, is faithful.
faithful to keep his word. This is why we have to keep our faith in motion, because when your faith is in motion, God's word is working. When you keep your faith in motion, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. When you keep your faith in motion, you'll have the strength you need to continue to press forward no matter what. When you keep your faith in motion, you'll have the strength you need to stay focused. When you keep your faith in motion, you'll have the strength you need to focus on your purpose and not your problems. You'll have the strength you need to stay focused on your assignment and not feed into the personal opinions of others. To God. We got to keep our faith in motion. We got to have faith in our faithful God, the only true living God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Watch this. In Joshua chapter 21, verse 45, in the New Living Translation, God's word says, not a single one, all the good promises the Lord had given to the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken came true. Come on, come on, if you got your Bible, pull it out. If you're tuned into the live stream, you see the scripture as I'm reading it. Those of you on Instagram, come on. Pull out your Bible. If you got another electronic device, come on, pull it up through the Bible app. I want you to read God's word with me. Joshua chapter 21, verse 45 in the New Living Translation. Glory to God. God's word says, not a single one of all the good promises the Lord had given to the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken came true. Glory to God. Family, I'm here to let you know tonight, God won't fail. God keeps his word. God will not fail. He never has and he never will. God cannot fail. God doesn't know how to fail. God has never failed. He never has and he never will. Glory to God. Draw near to God. Experience Jesus Christ's power, the renewing of our strength to endure. This is why we got to stay in the presence of God. This is why we have to be disciplined. Make sure that you are spending time in God's word. Make sure that you are spending time in God's word. You are seeking God diligently. Come on, he says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Those that love him, those that come to him must believe that he is God and that he's a reward of them that diligently seek him. Much love to you, uh, Dr. Vanessa Bell Armstrong. Much love to you. And so, family, we got to be grounded in the word of God. Glory to God. We got to be grounded in the word of God. Near to God, we experience God's power, our strength being renewed to endure, to press forward, to overcome. Glory to God. Because our, our ability to maintain our relationship with Jesus Christ, you know, as we wait for the fulfillment of his promises, is to be strong in faith. To be strong in faith, depending on God's faithfulness to provide all of our needs knowing that he will make sure all of our needs are met, working out everything for our good. Hallelujah. The transcendent power of God is made perfect in our human weakness. Glory to God. The transcendent power of God 
is made perfect in our weakness. Glory to God. In Second Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 4, in the New Living Translation, God's word says, by his divine power, God has given, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires to God. See, family, this is why we have to live life in the spirit. This is why we have to stand firm on the word of God, always following the leading of the Holy Spirit, living by the power of the Holy Spirit, having God's word as our foundation. True belief is shown by the way in which we live, our life being a reflection of God's goodness a reflection of God's grace, a reflection of God's mercy. It's by the merit of Christ's shed blood that we can draw near to God and call him Abba Father. Glory to God. So in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 22 to 23, we are invited to come close to God, to draw near to our Heavenly Father. Watch this. In full assurance of the price Jesus paid for our sins at Calvary. He paid. He paid it in full, family. He paid it in full. Hallelujah. I love Romans chapter 8, verse 1. The word of God says, For there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. For there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. That word condemnation means punishment. It means to be sentenced. In other words, Jesus is saying to us, there is therefore now no punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus. Why? Because Jesus took the punishment for us. He took the penalty of sin on our behalf. Come on, that's a praise break right there. You ought to take a moment and give God praise. Come on, take 10 seconds, open up your mouth, throw your head back, and bless the name of the Lord. Come on and give God praise. Come on and worship the Lord our God. Come on and give him glory. Come on and magnify him. Come on and exalt him. Come on and bless the name of the Lord with the fruit of your lips because he took the penalty of sin on our behalf, punishment for us. It is because of what the Lord Jesus did at his incarnation and as the word of God made flesh, that we have the right to draw near to God and be called sons and daughters. I feel the Holy Ghost. We have the right to call sons and daughters of God to draw near to our Heavenly Father all because of what Jesus has done. Come on, family. It doesn't have to be difficult. Glory to God. Yeah, when we read the word of God, hallelujah, when Jesus, he talked to the Pharisees and the Sadducees, those religious leaders, those who wanted to continue to live according to the law of Moses, what did he say? He said, if you live according to the law of Moses, you're going to have to fulfill 
he says you're going to have to follow every single law that was written. If you want to live according to the law of Moses, you're going to have to live according to every single law that is written. But then he lets them know that he is the fulfillment of the law. And all they had to do was put their faith in him. They chose the hard way because as we've learned in God's word, glory to God, that, that as many animals that they sacrificed, it was never pleasing to God. It never satisfied God. As many animals that as they sacrificed, God says that the, the, the sacrificing of the animals was not enough. The sacrificing, the burnt offerings, the sin offerings, all that they did to be made right with God, it wasn't enough. So God sent Jesus Christ once and for all as the ultimate sacrifice to take the penalty of sin on our behalf so that we can be made right with God, so that we can be reconciled back to God the Father, to have a right relationship with him, so that all who believe in Jesus Christ is adopted into God's family will we receive him, will we accept him into our heart, into our life as our Lord and personal Savior. To God. I feel the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. God bless you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My brother, Elder Christopher, God bless you. Much love to you. So, family, check it out. God. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. So let's keep flowing, family. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so we have to keep our faith in motion. We have to keep our faith in motion. It is because of what Jesus has, has done, because of what he did at his incarnation and as the word of God made flesh that we have the right to draw near to God and be called his sons and daughter. It is not under the restrictive conditions of the old covenant that we are assured of this perfect cleansing of our hearts and souls and God's promises being fulfilled in our life. Our confidence does not depend on what we have done for God or what we achieved in our faith walk. Our confidence rests on what Jesus Christ has done for us on our behalf when he laid aside his glory and came to earth as a man. God in the flesh. All man in the flesh, but still God. He came to fulfill the righteous requirement of God's law so that we would not remain under condemnation, but be raised up into the newness of life in Christ, having life abundantly and eternally. Come on, that's another praise break moment. Open up your mouth, throw your head back, and bless the name of the Lord for what he's done. He saved us. He redeemed us. He raised us up. He made us whole. He cleansed us of our sins. He purified our heart. He renewed our mind. He renewed our strength. Glory to God. He saved us from eternal destruction. I feel the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. We are to keep our faith in motion, family. Glory to God. Glory to God. This is why 
We have to keep our our faith in motion. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We got to keep our faith in motion. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 10, family, and verse uh, 23. The word of God says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. For he is faithful that promise. I want to break this down to you very quickly. Watch this, family. Having a profession, glory to God, is having an occupation. He says, let us hold fast to the profession of our faith. Having a profession is having an, is having an occupation. Glory to God. Having a profession is having an occupation. What does this mean? It is to be occupied. It is to be active. God, to be occupied, to be active. What does this mean? Let's go further. This means having faith is a responsibility. Faith is a responsibility. It's a lifestyle. Glory to God. Living in full assurance of who God is and what he promised. This new year, continue to draw near to God. Come on, all of us, we must believe and hold tightly and protect, tightly to, and protect our faith without wavering. Things the enemy wants to take away from you, your faith and the word of God. See, the enemy knows he can't do, he can't do nothing with you when you are in faith and you stand firm on the word of God. When you get God's word established in your heart and in your spirit, glory to God. The enemy knows nothing he can do. There's nothing he can do when you are in faith and you stand firm on the word of God, when you live by the word of God, when you declare the word of God by faith. Nothing can stop a believer who believes. This is why you, you got to be careful when you are in your feelings because faith coexists. Faith and fear cannot coexist. They don't work together. If you are in your feelings, you are not in faith. And if you're not in faith, you're not covered. The enemy is coming. You're in your feelings. This is when the enemy steps in and he tries to implement depression, anxiety, worrying, frustration. He tries to back you in a corner and isolate you, making you feel as if you are all alone and there is no hope. No way out, but the devil is alive. You got to remain in faith. If you have a moment, have a moment. If you have to cry, cry it out. But what's important is that you bounce back. What's important is that you don't stay there. That you bounce back, family. Walking closely with the Lord involves a life of faith. Clinging, glory to God, clinging to God's promises. It has been this way since day one. Even since the days of Abraham, the founding father of the family of faith. Watch this. Let's get into the word of God. Come on, I'm going to give you God's word. I'm not going to give you uh, what Minister Mara wanted. I'm going to give you God's word. Praise God. Romans chapter 4, verses 20 uh, to 21, the New Living Translation. God's word says, Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, faith grew stronger. In this, he brought glory to God. 
he was fully convinced God is able to do whatever he promised. One more time. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. Abraham had an expectation. He got excited about what God promised. And in this, he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promised. Whatever he promised. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so even in Hebrews chapter 11, family, the author describes faith as trust in the unseen promises of God. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. We can't see God, but we are certain that he is God. We are certain that he is in control. We are certain that he has all power. We are certain that he saves. We are that he saves. We are certain that he is always with us. Whatever you are believing in God for may not be physically in your driveway, but you are certain that the car is yours. You are certain that that car is going to be in your driveway. You can see it before you see it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can see it before you see it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Whatever you are believing in God for, you got to see it before you see it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, hallelujah, describes faith as trust in the unseen promises of God. He then showcases, you know, as Paul wrote Hebrews, come on. He, he then showcases a multitude of faithful believers who, who held on to the hope they professed. In the end, these heroes of faith will inherit the fullness of God's promises because they never gave up. Lived, moved, all of their decisions by faith. And this is how we ought to live as well. I'm here to tell you having faith and our faithful God is so worth it. Faith and our faithful God is so worth it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Spiritual staying power and consistent obedience to God has rich returns. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Living life in the spirit. Always following the leading of the Holy Spirit, living by the power of the Holy Spirit, having God's word as your foundation, spiritual, the power of God, and constant obedience to God, which returns. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So do not throw away your confidence in God because it will be richly rewarded. Do not throw away your confidence in God because it will be richly rewarded. Family, you need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. Persevere. You got to endure. You got to remain faithful. You got to remain consistent so that when you have done the will of God, receive the promise, the fulfillment of the promise, the manifestation of the promise, all that God has promised, confession of your faith. Hold fast to what God has declared for your life. 
hold fast to God's word. Family, I got some questions for you. We're getting ready to wrap this up. I got some questions for you, family. What is your profession? What is your confession? What are you declaring over your life on a daily basis? What promises are you holding on to? Glory to God. I want to encourage. Come on, let's do an assessment very quickly. What is your profession? Taking ownership of the responsibility, remaining in faith to God. Your confession. Are you speaking the word of God over your life, over your family, over your house, over your money, over your children, over your community, over your job, everywhere you go and all that you do? Are you declaring the word of God by faith? That you shall have what you say God, If you shall speak to this mountain And say be thou removed And cast into the sea The mountain will move and be cast into the sea Come on, I'm in Mark chapter 11 Come on family, glory to God You'll have what you say If you believe and not doubt in your heart You shall have what you say when you pray, whatsoever you desire. If you believe that you receive what you pray for, you shall have it. Declaring on a daily basis. Promises are you holding on to? Come on, don't, don't hold on to what somebody told you. That's where the disappointment comes in at. Because if they don't keep their promise, you're disappointed. But I've come to let you know God is faithful. God, you can hold on to God's promises. Glory to God, because God is going to fulfill his word. Why? Because the nature of God. God. Choose to profess and confess God's word by faith on a daily basis. Because the nature of God's faithfulness is what gives us peace of mind. It's an assurance that we are protected, safe, secured in God's care. God, God is with you at all times, family. God is with you in all that you do, everywhere you go. You have to stay focused on where God is taking you. Focus on the life God created you to live. Focus on the blessings God has in store for you. Focus on the healing that God has already done and promised to do in you, through you, and all around you. Focus on God's joy that is your strength. Focus on the promises God will fulfill through and for you. So in Jesus' name. Glory to God. That's right. Faith is the key to God's promises. So family, I want to take this moment before we close out tonight very quickly present the greatest opportunity to you that you will ever have, the greatest opportunity that will ever be presented to you, and that is the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, to make the greatest decision you will ever make in your life to accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and personal Savior. There's no other decision that you will make that will be greater than the decision to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, into your life, as your Lord and personal Savior. Family, I want to encourage you tonight with the Word of God. Hallelujah. The Word of God says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, 
you shall be saved. Romans chapter 10, verse 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It don't matter what your past is, where you've been, who you've been around, the mistakes you made, what your race is, how old you are, the lifestyle you lived or currently living. All you got to do is call on the name of Jesus. Don't get caught. Don't start thinking about the personal opinions of others. You got to want this. It's a choice. You got to want a relationship with Jesus Christ. See, some of you probably thinking right now, oh, I'm going to have to let go going to the club. Oh, I ain't going to be able to go to the club no more. I ain't going to be able to do this or do that no more. That, hey, believers of, in, in Jesus Christ as children of God, it is not our job to judge you. It's our job to be there for you and to love you. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell you like it is. The Holy Ghost, he is going to do a transformational work within you. You are going to have the opportunity to make the decision to take heed to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Let go. Whatever he tells you to let go, to stop going wherever he tells you to go. See, this is why today a lot of people don't want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. This is what the Lord revealed to me. Go to church. They want to dress up, look nice. They want to shout. They want to post videos leave church and go about their own business and do what they want to do. Hey, your business is your business. Go out here, they want to do what they want to do. They, they want to be a part of the body of Christ. They want to dress up nice. They want to go to church. They want to shout. They want to hear the word and get excited about the promises of God. But they don't want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Conviction is going to take place. They know the making, shaping, molding, and grooming is going to take place. They're going to have to let go of a certain lifestyle, let go of certain ways, or let go of certain people, places, and things. Spirit, he's going to do a transformational work in you. You got to want it. Don't start thinking about what people are going to say. No, you got to want it. Your life to change is now. To be re-separated. To be in the world but not of the world. Sanctify, glory to God, to be holy, to be righteous. About religion, this is about a relationship. God, this is about a relationship with Jesus Christ. If that's you, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, forgive me. I have sinned, Son of God. Jesus Christ. The only true living God, Jesus Christ, died for my sins and rose with all power. Jesus, my Lord, personal Savior, to my heart, to my life, stay in my life, Holy Spirit. Into my heart, come into my life, stay in my life, have your way. But I live, word, still, way. Jesus' name, Amen. Family, I want you to, I want you to say this. God, please, Jesus Christ, so real. 
pray in my life, Lord. Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer after me, family, we welcome you into the family of God. This is the first day of the best days of the rest of your life. We encourage you to get into a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching church where they can help you grow spiritually through the Word of God, where you can encourage and inspire each other to stay focused, always pressing forward by faith, walking by faith and not by sight, unashamed, being unapologetically great, being who God created you to be. Glory to God, having the courage to obey God. This is your fresh start. This is your new beginning. Hallelujah. The days ahead of you will always be greater than the days behind you. At this time, family, we're going to have Brother Rob come on and give us some announcements, and then we're going to come back and close out tonight's broadcast. Thank you so much, Minister Bernard, for tonight's episode. Uh, Truly greatly appreciated and enjoyed. And uh, it was good to hear that we had another episode of Keeping Your Faith in Motion. Real quickly, this is the Product Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are, whether you're listening to us via phone or Internet. We greatly appreciate your listenership and support for us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. We also thank those that share with their friends and family members, letting them know that Purpose Kingdom Network is on the air. Anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And when we do a live show, we do have a call number, which is 319-527-6091. And anytime you want to talk to any one of our hosts, you just press the number one. Also, if you want to hear any of our past shows, you can also go to that same website, www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And all you simply have to do is just type in the show name or the host name, and you can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. Also, we'd like you to invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is at Purpose Kingdom at Facebook. We can see our upcoming shows and advertisements, and from time to time we do make major announcements. We make major uh, we make no- announcements on this social media pages as well as others. We're also on Instagram and Twitter under the handle Purpose underscore Kingdom. Okay, and uh, with God's will, God's blessing, please join us tomorrow evening at the 8.30 p.m. hour for uh, self-expressions, and that's going to be uh, me, Brother Robert Popop Hudson. So once again, with God's will, God's blessing, please join us for self-expressions at the 8.30 p.m. hour, and it's going to be hosted by me, Brother Robert Popop Hudson. Okay, and also if you want to hear 24 hours of music of inspiration, please check out pkn.com. There you'll just uh, listen to music of joy and inspiration. Okay, and with that being said, that's going to be the end of the announcements. I want to hand the show back over to Minister Bernard. Minister Bernard, excellent show tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Family, I encourage you all to definitely connect with Purpose Kingdom Network. Uh, God is doing great things at PKN, and we're excited about it. I am so grateful to be a part of the PKN family. Um, and so we just thank God. We give God all the honor, the glory, and the praise. Shout out to all of our PKN family, all of our listeners. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you for your engagement, your support, your love, and your prayers. Shout out to all of my BFWG ministry family as well. So, family, if you give me a few minutes, we're going to wrap this up right here, right now. So, remember in Acts 2, verses 1 to 4, right? Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 4, you know, chapter 2 marks the start of a new dispensation with an outpouring of God's grace at Pentecost, right? The, when when the, hope, the promise of the Holy Spirit is fulfilled, establishing the Holy Spirit as the channel through whom God works in the life of the followers of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. 
God. Hallelujah. And so, family, at the beginning of the church dispensation, it's identified that those who have trusted in Christ's finished work, hallelujah, on the cross for salvation as the blessed benefactors of his amazing gifts and graces, excuse me, and grace, many foundational principles for the church being the unique role in God's eternal plan. So before Jesus Christ's crucifixion, the Lord Jesus had told his disciples that his father would send the Holy Spirit to be with them and to take up permanent residence within them, within all of us. And he would come at God's appointed time. He had told the disciples uh, the Holy Spirit, and this is for us as well, family, that the Holy Spirit will be our ever-present comforter in times of need and will guide us into all truth. So we see in God's word, family, in John chapter 16, glory to God, John chapter 16 and verse 7, where Jesus says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if, for if, if I go not away, it will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Glory to God. And so, family, you know, Jesus explained that unless he go away, the helper would not come. And so as we've learned in John chapter 16, verse 7, it was necessary for Jesus to leave. Hallelujah. And so Jesus lets the disciples know if he did leave, the promise of the Holy Spirit would not have been fulfilled. God, and this is for us too. There's a revelation here. What are you holding on to that is blocking what God promised to be fulfilled in your life? There's a revelation here. What are you holding on to that is blocking what God promised to be fulfilled in your life? Jesus told the disciples in John chapter 16, he said, it's time for me to go so the promise of the Holy Spirit can be fulfilled. Because if I don't go, the Holy Spirit ain't coming. And he had to deal with the disciples because they were grieved. They were upset. They felt some type of way that the time had came for him to go. And he had to let them know that if he did not leave, the promise of the Holy Spirit would not be fulfilled. There's a revelation there. What are you holding on to that is blocking what God promised to be fulfilled in your life? Come on, let's wrap this up tonight. Uh, John chapter 16, verse 13, the word of God says, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come. Hallelujah. The spirit of truth is come. He will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But Whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Glory to God. Even in John chapter 14, verses 26 and 27 in the New Living Translation, God's word says, but when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Closing tonight. This is why we are to keep our faith in motion. This is why having faith in our faithful God is so worth it. Because God is faithful. God is consistent. 
God constantly, he is constantly with us. God, he is constantly working on our behalf. God, he is loyal. God, he is steadfast. Come on, let's thank God for his faithfulness. Thank God for fulfilling his promise and sending us the Holy Spirit who who lives in us, who lives in those of us who believe and receive. The Holy Spirit who guides us in our everyday lives. God has given us the Holy Spirit to be our comforter. The Holy Spirit, he goes before us. He leads us in the way we should go. He removes obstructions. He gives us understanding. He makes things plain and clear. He teaches us all things and shows us things to come. He leads us in the right direction. The Holy Spirit, he guides us into all truth so that we can discern the right choices God wants us to make. The Holy Spirit, he is our teacher. He is our advocate. He is our intercessor. He is our comforter. He is our defender. This is why we have to keep our faith in motion. This is why having faith in our faithful God. What God adds to our life is always for our good. What God adds to our life is always for our benefit and for our betterment. What God adds to our life is for us to be healthy and to prosper. What God adds to our life is for us to use to add value to the world. Let the Holy Spirit lead you, family, and take heed to his instructions because God's way is the best way. This is why you have to keep your faith in motion. to be in motion, it is to be active to God, to be effective in use. Keep something in motion, a good steward over it. The process of something being in motion means it's happening. It means it's happening. For something to be set in motion, it means it's happening. And so family, Listen, what I'm I'm saying to you, family, when your faith is in motion, the word is working. Everything God promised is happening. This is what this means. When your faith is in motion, God's word is working. Everything God promised, it's happening. When your faith is in motion, so is your healing. When your faith is in motion, so is your provision. When your faith is in motion, so is the new job. When your faith is in motion, so is the vision. Everything you believing in God for, everything you're believing in God for, it's in motion. Family, what are you eagerly desiring? A relationship with Jesus Christ, your foundation. Jesus today and believe in his promises that those who hope and have faith in him will not be brought to shame. Our eternal hope, family, and our faith founded, rooted Jesus Christ and his word, in him and in his word, and in him and in his word alone. And so, family, I pray that you will we're encouraged tonight. You're inspired tonight. You're ready to keep your faith strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You're ready to keep your faith 
strong in who God is and in his word, you are ready. Glory to God. You are ready for what God has in store for you, knowing that no matter what comes your way, the days ahead of you will always be greater than the days behind you. Family, you got to stay focused. You got to keep your faith in motion. You got to know that God is able. You got to know that God is able to work out everything for your good. Know that God is able to provide. Faithful, great is that faithfulness. Abundantly, family, I love you, and I look forward to reconnecting with you soon on the next broadcast of the By Faith Be Good podcast and radio show. Come on, y'all already know. By faith, we good. Walk by faith, not by sight. God bless your abundantly family, and I'll see you again soon. Enjoy your weekend. I'm out. Jesus bless. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose.